Welcome back to the Sioux City Show. My name is Taylor Grody. I'm hosting this thing in the studio with me today. I have Seth Toner. Seth is an entrepreneur behind multiple companies around the Siouxland area. He is also somebody I grew up with in Sergeant Bluff. And Seth, how's it going? Pretty good, man. I'm excited to be here. Uh, first time with headphones on my head and listening to my own voice, so it's pretty good. But uh, yes, yeah, awesome to be here. Couldn't be happier that uh, you know you have a Sioux show that's promoting Sioux City and putting things out there on the map for us. You're damn right. And like, I guess I wanted to have you on because I always thought that your route that you took after high school was um, really interesting because when you're graduating from high school, especially in this area, I don't know a single person who wasn't told, okay, you either have to go to community college and then to go to college or you have to go to college. Right. Right. And that's the only way that you're going to be able to make. And by the way, they were like the jobs that they were telling us that these we need to go do are like. $45,000 a year jobs, which there's nothing wrong with. Right. It's not something that you need a college degree to do to make right. $45,000 a year. So I guess kind of like what led to that decision to forego the usual or the high school prescribed route and go into the entrepreneurship route? Yeah, so good question. So actually my, my mom and my aunt were actually school teachers. So they were like super heavy on the whole school system side of things. Um, so yeah, like everyone around here probably told the same thing. Hey, you got to go to college, go get a degree and then you go get a good job. Um, and that was kind of going to be my route. You know, I wanted to go to like an Ivy League school, but I don't mean my grades probably weren't good enough. That was just what I wanted to be because in my mind, I thought, hey, if you go to Harvard, all these places, then you're automatically going to be rich, you know, yeah, people right. we were always aspiring to be. So I was always told my whole life is like in order to be a success or to have money or to be able to do anything, you got to go to school, you got to get a degree, and then you got to go find a job. Um, so that transition kind of happened when I was looking into the people that I wanted to kind of become. And I started looking at their backgrounds and I realized that, hey, they didn't necessarily go to school to create this company or they didn't necessarily go to you know, Harvard University or, or some of them did, but like they didn't really necessarily apply any of their degrees that they got from, you know, the, the schooling or the education and they went out and did it themselves. So I started looking at, you know, who could I find that has been where I was and has what I currently want. And then, you know, that was my outlook on, Hey, instead of going to pay an institution, a couple hundred thousand dollars for a four-year education or whatever it might be, to go then hopefully use that degree and go get a job. Why don't I take that and just go find someone who has what I want, go learn from them, and then go duplicate that process. So that's kind of where I kind of found myself was, I was told, hey, go to college. You have to, you have to, have to. And I got a lot of backlash because of that when I you know graduated a year early and didn't go to school, right? And I was like kind of sat down by my parents like, hey, you have to get a job. You know, if you're not going to be going to school, you got to get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, that was very interesting very interesting point. Yeah. And we sure. also graduated, you're three years younger than me. I graduated in 2009. Yeah. So. I graduated, my, my class graduated in, I think, 2013. Yeah, I graduated in 2012 then. Okay. Yeah. So um, I graduated at a time when the internet was just getting to a point where, I, I don't know if it was still this way for you, but trying to convince people that I can make money on the internet and I know how to make money oh, on the internet. Oh, it's the gazy. And it's not, it's not an idea. It's not... No, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, that's what real. it was. Yeah, like, I, I can make money on the internet, and nobody believed it. Yeah, even when I was in film school, you know, they'd say like, "This is where, this is how you work on a Hollywood production. We got to go do that." And I'm like, you know, I'd be there and I'd be doing it, and they're like, "What do you want to do when you get on Hollywood sets?" So I was like, "I don't want to work on Hollywood sets ever." Yeah, and I said, "Well, why are you in film school?" I was like, "I'm going to make movies for, or I'm going to make videos for the internet." And right. Like, 
no, there's no money in that. And it's turns not a out thing. there's more money in that than there is being a grip on a film set. So. Yeah, it's it's crazy to to know that. Like, I think I was I think I was 17 years old and I was sitting in Omaha, um, and I was in my apartment, and it was the first time I made a thousand dollars online. Yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, I was selling something, some affiliate thing, um, and it happened just to make a whimsical, you know, thing and. And someone bought it, right? So I woke up to a thousand dollars on there, and I and I started thinking to myself, I was like, dude, if you could make, you could figure out how to make money, yeah. And you don't necessarily have to be there. I mean, that's what I want to figure out how to do, and like, you know, wrap my head around and try to figure out because how cool is it that you can sit behind a computer and make some money, my, right? My first, like, my first year quitting my job, I got all in on everything I could do. So you know, I was trying to make ends meet, building Honeywave Media. Yeah. But my big goal was. If I can make a hundred dollars a day, I can keep doing this. Right. Right. So I was, I had a whole circuit I was doing. I would go to the Goodwills in the morning, the thrift shops around town. Straight hustling. I'd look for all of the Pyrex containers because I knew that they sold them for three fifty to five dollars, yeah. and I knew I could flip them for twenty to twenty five on eBay all day long. So like that was my morning hustle, and then in the afternoon, I'd hit a couple more thrift stores, find some good clothes have my girl sell them on Depop. And then I'd be, you know, doing Uber driving at night. And in between all that, I'd be trying to hustle out video gigs. Absolutely. So, you know, it's like the cell phones or cell phones and the internet in general have completely changed the way you can be self-employed. Right. It's not the same old, same old, like, Hey, you got to go learn this, uh, learn how to do this. And you're stuck in this career path for the next 50 years. And then hopefully you have enough room to retire. But by that time you're too sick and old to even enjoy yourself. Now, you know, you have kids that are, there's that one kid who's making like $20 million a year on YouTube reviewing toys. Good. Right. Is it like Cody's toy box or something? Yeah, it's yeah. just some kid. He's like, I don't know, younger than I, he's under 10, I know at least, and he's making 20 mil a year. Yeah. Just reviewing toys on the internet, you know? And you start thinking about that, the possibilities, like, it's, for me, it's, I already knew I didn't want to go to school because I knew I didn't want to be a doctor or a, uh, a lawyer or anything that needed a, a degree to get you to that, that point of your career you needed to be. I knew I didn't want to do that. Um, but, you know, it was just, just kind of a weird, weird deal, man, when I, when I first realize that you can make money right. not with a with this career path. And when you bring up the influencer, I know that I'm not going to be blowing any your mind here, but people listening need to understand there's this whole thing where they they go influencers. Ooh, influencers. Isn't that gross that that person mm-hmm. makes $20 million a year on YouTube? Right. And I go, "Wait a second. No, how cool is this? Why and what is are they doing? Some, yeah, <laughs> why is somebody who's on television allowed to make $20 million a year?" Right. For maybe people watching them, maybe they're scrolling through their phone while the show's on. But then this kid who's getting all of these clicks on the videos he's putting out and whatever makes people click, they're clicking. Mm -hmm. And he has an audience built up to the point where he's earning $20 million off of all the advertising revenue that he's giving out to other people to benefit their businesses. And we have a problem with that. But we don't have a problem with the system in which you have to please gatekeeper put me on television. And then finally some dude, usually a slime ball, spoiler alert. This is the system in which guys like Harvey <laughs> Weinstein are able to flourish and be able oh, to yeah. control all the right. access to fame and fortune. You take that out of the mix and now you got influencers. Mm-hmm. So I'm 1000% pro influencer and I don't really give a shit about movie stars and TV stars because most of them are only there because they're a product of marketing. They are a product, right? A studio took in and a studio takes 50% of everything they make. And Alexa just gave us a reminder. We're supposed to take out the garbage. Well, Alexa, stop. Thanks, honey. Automation. dude. 21st century robots in this office and they're interrupting me. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just like, I think that there's just all this weird stigma and I don't know where it's from, you know, after that lady. I think it's from the boomers, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right? I don't know. I mean, I, I, st- I, mean I, I still have issues with, you know, issues. I mean, if anything, I, d- I don't like some of the influencers out there like oh, no, 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 showing their flashy cars and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I but I don't disrespect or don't acknowledge that what they're doing is cool. You know, like the fact that they can make money online, that's awesome. Right. Um, and I and I always try to tell people, hey, you know, I am- I think those things get, when you talk when you say influencer, you immediately think like oh, flashy car, faking it till you make it, you know, renting Lambos and right. stuff for the for the YouTube videos. Yeah. I think that's where that misinterpretation comes from with like that filthiness with influencer mm-hmm. but like when i think of influencer like i you know like there's a lot of podcasts i watch and i like spend most of my time on on there just random people you know and i, I learn the most from from things like that and like you said i don't even i don't i don't get excited about how i used to like brad pitt and movie stars and about them i, I get more excited about this guy's got a podcast out i want to watch it and yeah. i can't wait to the next one and they're self-made right exactly and 100%. there's nobody behind the scenes. self-made it's, no studios work at that point it's no a studios dude who does his own work Absolutely, from grassroots, you yep. know. Same thing you started here, you know. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. I done came up. Look at me now. You just slap, yep. you slap so hard. Yeah, I do. I I do. So what's what's your what's your big venture you got going on right now? Right. I know that you've had a successful yeah. entrepreneurial past, and I want to hear what's going on right now. Yeah, right now, this moment, uh, we have something going on called Holiday Cheer Lighting. Um, so a little shameless plug here. Um, Holiday Cheer Lighting. We're, we, we specialize in. Uh, traditional Christmas light installation with install, takedown, and storage on homes and uh, businesses around the area. Uh, and then more recently, we got into something really exciting. It's the permanent lighting side of that. Um, so you have people that will pay us to install and take down, but at a certain point, they either want to stop paying you every year because it's, you know, so we move over to this permanent side of things. So three years ago, we introduced uh, from a client and they said, hey, I love your service. I like what you do, but I don't want to keep paying you until the day I die, you know? Um, and we completely respected that. So we started looking into different options for them. And what we found was a permanent lighting solution that you're able to install on a house or a business. And with an app, you just control it remotely, never have to pay for it again. It's completely invisible in the day. And at night, it's vibrant. You can c- c- set it up with uh, different patterns, colors, and on and off timers. Is this the one that, like, you can do, like, 4th of July? Yeah, you can have absolutely. St. Patty's, Patty's Day, Day yeah. Breast Cancer Awareness Day, you know, it's, you know, blue line supporting the police. Um, you can do almost anything you want. And the cool thing about it is all automated. So you're not just stuck to Christmas lights, right? Yeah. Um, so you can have it for birthdays, events. Let's say you're ordering food and they can't ever find your, your place. But like, dude, it's the purple house flashing. You can't miss it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, that's what we're doing right now. And it's pretty exciting. It kind of blew up in the last, uh, last year, really, because we've been marketing it the last three years. Um, and, and it takes a, a little bit of time to get someone used to the idea of, hey, there's going to be lights in your house or your business you know, forever. Yeah. You know, and what is that and what does that entail? Um, so that's been, that's been a lot of fun. So we, we're doing that. Uh, my brother and I own this company and we have a couple of crews that go out. Um, this year f- was really weird because COVID was supposed to slow everything down, right? Yeah, it didn't. It didn't for the Christmas light business. Uh, nice. People had more money to spend. They wanted, you know, all the glo- gloomy stuff that was happening. I think a lot more people wanted to spice up their holidays, something to be happy about, yeah. you know, something to come home and look forward to. So that was exciting for us because we were anticipating kind of a bad year and probably knocking off some clients. And we actually, you know, about doubled doubled our, our, our clientele for that side of things, which was really nice. All the people that fit into that, uh, the niche of $600, you know, the $600 per check or $600 every two week unemployment stuff. 
everybody like that expendable income really benefited some industries. And I think that, you know, the Christmas lights is one yeah, of those we, things where people had extra money. We were like, one of them. Yeah. And it's yeah. crazy. And it wasn't just, you know, it just wasn't us. It was this Christmas, uh, Christmas stuff across the entire country. Um, so we have contacts and networks all across the country that do this. And everyone was saying the exact same thing. It was the biggest year in Christmas light history. And uh, we're expecting another really, really big year. Uh, but the thing I'm most excited about, though, is the permanent side of things, um, because I had an opportunity to go check out uh, a place that the entire downtown was lit up with permanent lighting. What right? are we talking about? So, like, what, what was that? What are we talking about? Where? Yep. Grapevine, Texas. Okay. So, in Grapevine, Texas, uh, there is, a, I believe that's what, I might be mis- might be wrong, but I'll make sure to put it in the comments. But there's a... Uh, there's an entire strip of downtown that has this permanent lighting system hooked up to their downtown area. And what it allows them to do is every building is all synced up to one controller, yeah. right? So every single building downtown could be on the same pattern. So it's St. Patty's Day, you're driving into town and the whole downtown is green, right? So it's a pretty incredible sight to see when you're like, everything is green. Like it's not just this, not just this. Um, and then you ch- change that over into you know, different uh, events that are happening. So like Small Business Saturday, they used it for different color schemes saying, hey, this, you know, this shop has this sale, this shop has this sale, look for the colors. Oh, wow. You know, and it created created like this uh, whole community engagement coming down, coming to see it. They got more tourism. They had more people coming in to to stop into those businesses. And it's still to this day continuing to happen like that. So you're trying to do this in Sioux City? 100%. We're trying to light up Sioux City. So that's our main goal. Uh, Like how cool would it be if you can imagine driving into the interstate, you know, driving from into the Sioux City, head north or south, and looking at the skyline of all the buildings, and they're all synced up to the same thing. And let's imagine a St. Patty's Day, and they're all green. Yeah. Like you just, you know, kind of imagine that. And it's 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 something that not only will the people here in Sioux City enjoy it, yeah. people will be coming to Sioux City to come look at these lights. We can take the weather ball, spread it out, and make yeah, the, kind of the concept. I mean, the weather right. ball is a big thing. Yeah. You know, it's like a Sioux City staple. But imagine the entire skyline lit up that same way. So. Um, it's going to be a big, big process, but that's our, that's our ultimate goal and objective. Um, it's going to take a long time to make that happen. But the, the beautiful thing about that right now is we've already got the ball rolling. Uh, we have three different buildings downtown that are committed to doing that uh, process. So we're going to be putting that on there in the next couple of weeks. Um, hopefully it gets a little warmer out so we can actually start installing. Yeah. Um, in zero degree weather, it's not not it, good. It's negative three out today, just yep. for the record. It's it, kind of cold. Yep. So when it gets a little warmer out, we got the three buildings downtown that we're going to be installing the system on as kind of a test run. And we're going to be showing other building owners and the downtown partners and the chamber of commerce and everyone that's involved with the whole Sioux City progress, um, what it could do for the town, what it could do for the businesses around it, and you know what we're willing to do with it. You know, we 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 want it to happen, right? So, and and uh, it's a single source product, um, so it's going to be a no brainer for anyone that actually sees it on the buildings that we're going to be putting up. They see how it operates, they see how the, all the buildings sync together, and it's going to be one of those things that. And a couple, I don't know how long it's going to take, but one day or another, yeah. so I'm going to be in Sioux City for the rest of my life. I, I, Sioux City, when I was younger, I always wanted to, hey, I cannot wait till I turn X amount of old and I'll get the heck out of Sioux City because Sioux City sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Probably heard that a couple times, hey, Sioux City, Sioux, Sioux City, whatever. Yep. The older I get, the more excited I am that I live in a place like Sioux City. Right. The amount of growth that's happened here in the last five years the amount of you know connections that you can have in a small—I mean, it's a small town, but it's not not that 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 small. No, you know, it's no. it's 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 pretty big, right? So exactly, it's an exciting place to be, and and we couldn't be happier to be located here, you know. And yeah. I, I, we talk, I talk to my brother all the time, like, hey, you know, should we move? Should we you know establish something else elsewhere, a bigger market? No, this is the place, right in our backyard. I tell people like generally, 
you take any hundred mile circumference, right? So you're, you're going to have a city in basically this part of the United States back east. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more sparse when you, when you go west. But you're going to have a hundred meter or a hundred miles circumference around a city, and you know, so city, um, and then you got Omaha hundred miles away, yep, yep. and you got Sioux Falls hundred miles away. And you need to have, there is just naturally, by the way that human beings work, every one of those 100-mile circumferences is going to have a set of people. There's going to be movers and shakers. There's going to be the big athletes. There's going to be, you know, the big businessmen. There's going to be the famous people, the movie stars that come from there, right? Yep. And Makes up a community. Right, right. But, like, when you take it, you have to shrink all that down in Sioux City to a small population. Mm-hmm. And... By doing that, we have so much more access to all of those. For resources. sure, like you yes. could, you could, you could go contact a, a, a CEO of a company that you wanted to get a hold of uh, within like a matter of minutes. And exactly. when you're in a bigger city somewhere else, like LA or Denver or something like that, it, it might be a little harder to have that kind of access. Like I can literally go find out if I want to go talk to someone. I, I probably know where they eat lunch every day, yeah. and I could go like insert myself in that situation, or I could just make a phone call and walk up there. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's the awesome thing about Sioux City as well. It's big, and big, the, big, big, but there's big business around here too. Right, right. And the crazy part about being from Iowa in general is that if you did go to LA or whatever and you need, oh, I need to get in touch with somebody who does this, somebody who's a director, mm-hmm. your best bet is going to be finding that Iowa connection. Because as soon as you tell people that you're from Iowa and they're from Iowa, they're like, oh yeah, word, let me help oh, you out. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. up? Yeah, exactly. Big city, we don't know what's going on. The, you know, that's, so. that's the that's truth, Iowa man. boys, we got to stick together. Yeah, we call it the Iowa Illuminati in the creative industry. Oh yeah, man, yeah. that's funny. There's a, there's a few of us at every big agency. Sneaking in. Unreal. Making moves. Unreal. Hooking up the homes. It's that Midwest, uh, Midwestern hospitality. Yeah. Or whatever. That's yeah. what they say it is or whatever it is. Midwestern hustle, I call it. Just beautiful. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the... That sounds like a great idea. I mean, as far as just when it's you gonna were talking be, it's, about it's, what it's you It's going to be a con- I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a hurdle, you know. We have uh, everything from um, historic buildings that uh, can't be touched a certain way and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe that we have the right product uh, to handle that situation and the cool thing about it is once it's up, it's there. Yeah. You know, and we can everyone can enjoy it, not just the people that actually own the buildings or have the businesses downtown that everyone's going to be wanting to flock to. Um, but you know, it's one of those things going to take a lot while, but we're committed. Like I said, we're gonna be here for the next 50, 60 years. I'm going to probably die in Sioux city and, uh, we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that, uh, this is a place that I want my kids to, my kids, kids, kids to be here. What, what is it going to take to be able to make it happen? Um, it's going to take a, a lot of, of convincing and the convincing part is really easy because it all comes into, if you see it to believe it, you know, ideas are, sounds great. You know, but unless you can actually see something that is producible, say, hey, so that's why we got the ball rolling with these three billions that have already committed to it. We're going to be putting on one as a test run, and then we're going to be introducing that to downtown partners, Chamber of Commerce, uh, everyone involved with the the downtown Sioux City decision-making process. Um, And if they're, you know, not willing to come on board, we're going to do it anyways. You know what I mean? Um, So we're going to be contacting those those business owners and, and those people and showing them, you know, the returns that they're could expect, and it's not going to be immediate ROI, but you're talking about transforming the landscape of an entire city. Yeah. Right. You go from, you go from small town, Iowa, and then you're thinking like Miami, you know, lights everywhere, New York city, you know, square time, things like that. But on on a lighter note, like that, if that, if that takes longer to happen at the very least, we need to make sure that downtown Sioux city is completely lit up during the holidays. Minimum. If you go down downtown Omaha, every single tree is wrapped. Every Mm -hmm. one of them. 
and everyone has this holiday cheer to them walking around. Everyone's happy. So as of right now in downtown, all we have currently is garland, a couple pieces of old garland and a couple of ribbons. And don't they do like, there's like a couple squares where they do, or I guess intersections where they hang lights across the intersection. Yeah. So they, 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 they introduced that, uh, I think last year or whenever that was, but that's, that's a permanent kind of a deal. And that alone, that right there, that little aspect of lighting changes that fourth street area so much. It really does. It makes it feel like a downtown district. Totally. Immediately. And, and not, yeah. not just, uh, you know, a small, it may, it's a small town, but it's like this big city vibe. Yeah. You we should I mean? just Fremont street style, put an overhang all the way across. That's exactly what I'm talking street. about. Hundred yeah. percent. No, I mean that'd be a little bit over the top. Outdoor but, beer. Yeah. Outdoor beer. Absolutely. But I mean, there's there's countless studies proving that when you have lights, it, it's gonna direct result of revenue. Yeah. You know, when you have Christmas happening, which is a very good time of the year, it's very happy and jolly, and it's like a ninety day spread, right? Uh-huh. And if you don't have any lights. Yeah. the expression on people's faces, it's cold out. I don't want to go downtown. I don't want to go check out any businesses. I don't want to do anything. But when you do have the lights, you can go see up, you know, up in Sioux Falls, the Sioux Falls Park up there. Um, how many, you just walk around and just look at the people's faces. Yeah. You know, you see the the expression of like, man, this is so cool. And all it takes is a, a, a couple LED bulbs, mm-hmm. you know? And to, to us, that's fascinating. That's kind of why we got into, you know, the holiday business is number one, we love Christmas. We love holidays. We like lights. But uh, when we could start seeing the faces of the people that have the projects, wow, you know, and it sounds kind of cheesy, but like, I'm telling you, man, if you got, if you have, uh, if there's any husbands out there listening, you probably have heard your wife bicker at you about getting the Christmas lights up and there's no better feeling in the world. Just calling up a company, getting those lights done, your wife coming home and being so happy and thankful that they called holidays your lighting. Hey, I'm sold. (laughs) I got, I got no wife, so, you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm not your target you. audience, but I mean, you come up here and you'll look around, there's a lot of lights and didn't you feel like spending some money when you came I, up I here? I did. Yeah. I yeah. immediately, I wanted to pull out the checkbook mm-hmm. and start writing some checks. I don't know who, not who yet, but, uh, we got Taylor something Grody. up the line. Absolutely. Yeah. Put the name on the check, but no, I like it, man. I, I think that, I think that any effort to beautify Sioux city and to do so with like. Um, a data-driven reason is right, is it's, a great and it's not—it's not just like oh, it's going to look pretty. Like there are countless places across the country that have done similar things to this, and you can talk to the mayors, you can talk to the people that own the, the movers and shakers of the town, and they'll tell you that this is one of the best investments they've ever made for their town. And you know, when you start talking to people about light, it's just a light here and there, but when you see what it could do for an entire district, and I'll, I'll have some videos and some uh, posts when we start showing people, because you know, being able to see one building is one thing. Being able, to, Being see able whole, to see the entire skyline lit up is a whole different ball game. Yeah. So we have a, a bunch of videos and a, a bunch of contacts from other uh, other places around the country that have done this, uh, and that are going to come in and help us kind of pitch this to the people of Sioux City to say, "Hey, man, this has been a, one of the best decisions for us." Um, and we did a lot of different things to make this happen, such as fundraisers. We did like a matching program um, and a lot of other things to make this thing affordable and make it you know make sense for everybody. Um, and then when they did that, you know, great results happen. So it's not just, Hey, this is going to look pretty and it's awesome. We have quantifiable data to back up and prove what we want to do to make sure Sioux city gets to the level where we, we want it to be. Word. Have you, this is kind of my problem with a lot of, and this is not Sioux city specific, but just like the way that cities, towns that are not like, you're not Miami. So don't try to market yourself as Miami, Right. right? Right. Uh, and they go the wrong route where they make these commercials where they try to oversell what they are and mm-hmm. they're trying to um, 
be disingenuous about their actual message, what you can do here, what, why should you come to Sioux City, right? And not, not that there's anything about Sioux City marketing right now as it exists that has this problem, but all cities make this problem. But then there's these cities like Marfa, Texas. I don't know if you've ever heard of Marfa, Texas. I have not. It's like this dust bowl city. It's not. It's in, out in the desert, and I believe West Texas. I'm not 100% sure, though, so don't quote me on that. But they just basically, I don't know what the decision-making process looked like, but it's a whole city, and it's a small town, a whole town that basically decided to be a standing art installation where they have like this fake Prada store out in the middle of the desert that's just like this one cube. If, yeah. if anybody's listening to this and, want, and is interested, it's so dope. Marfa, Texas is huh. the name of it. M-A-R-F-A, Texas. And it's it, it kind of goes, rather than try to sell yourself as something that you're not, why don't you become something that is different than what everybody else is trying 100%, to do? 100%, absolutely. Right? So it, it, in this, like, I guess the, you know, the lights are one thing, just they're, they're a component of that. For right? sure. It's not, the whole, it's not the whole kit You can kit create caboodle. an environment downtown, and you don't have to go That's what it is. come to our downtown that is now lit up featuring new lights. You know, you don't got to do that. You uh-uh. just have to show it do it or you just have to do it and then show it. Well, I mean, that, that'll, that'll spread like wildfire. I mean, you got, you have people coming down from Omaha and Sioux Falls on a daily basis, uh, just randomly. And then the moment they see those things, I, you, you, yeah. you bet your butt, they're going to be telling their friends to come down here and, check and out with Sioux these City. new, the new expo center, the new arena, you know, oh, yeah. it's shit. We, we're we, getting we, more people than ever. Into we now, right you, now. Know, you know, if, if you would have told me like five years ago, I would have never told you this. Or five, ten years ago, that hey, uh, we're going to be putting up some apartment complexes and some doing some things in Sioux City and building some more hotels and an arena. I'd call you crazy. Yeah. Now it's like they're popping up left and right, and they can't they can't build them fast enough. Mm-hmm. And that's I I don't know about you, but it's exciting for me because when I was young, I, like I said, I didn't want to be in Sioux City because I thought I was you know I want to get out of here as fast as possible. And then you realize that every city is basically the kind of the same. No matter yeah. where you go, it's the same thing. You might um, as well go where you like the people. Exactly, exactly. But it's just so cool to be able to see the growth of Sioux City happen even from when I was in high school to what it is today now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a buddy in the trucking industry and trucking here is blowing up through the roof um, with, you know, the, the new highway that was installed recently and uh, all the wonderful construction that took forever to finish up. But, you know, it's... It only just, took us 11 years. They only. thought they, Hater said it was going to take 12. Took yep. us 11. No big deal. But, you know, I mean... Th- that had to happen for more growth to happen. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I couldn't be more proud to say I live in Sioux city and I'm from Sioux city. We done came up. Exactly. You know, so when I, you know, everyone who says that we got to get out of here or whatever, this is the best place to raise a family. The crime rates low, you know, education's high. Uh, it's a great place for, for families to come. You trying to hire me for a meatpacking plant right now? <laughs> no, I'm not. But I will tell you this: it was really interesting uh, this year. We had quite an influx of new customers come on for holiday chair lighting that were from New York, California, wherever else that they moved here during the pandemic to get out of these big cities, yeah. and they're migrating here to to smaller towns. Um, and it's really interesting to to see that. Like mm-hmm. it was really weird to have like four New York numbers pop in in one day. And it didn't make any sense to me. I got to talk to those people and they're like, hey, yeah, we had to get out of this big city. 
saw this place and, you know, got a job here, but, you know, couldn't be more excited to be living here and raising our family here. Yeah. They sell their one bedroom apartment in Manhattan yeah. and then and they, they, got, got, they come back here with 500 racks. Unbelievable. Like, yeah. Oh, I might have to get some financing. And they're it, like, wait a second, what can I buy for $500,000 yeah, yeah, in this yeah, city? Exactly. The whole thing. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another, that's another awesome thing about Sioux city. But I mean, that compared with other places, cost of living, mm-hmm. like just that alone. Why would you go anywhere else? Yeah. Everything's you're, here for you. I, I say it once and I'll say it a million times. You're an idiot if you move. I'm just, facts is facts is facts. Right. Stay in Sioux City or you're an idiot. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we always say. Yeah. I mean, I think that we probably have uh, covered most of most of your story here. And yeah, absolutely. And yeah. So do you have anything else that you'd like to talk about? Nothing, man. I mean, just, we're just focused on lights right now. So we're just trying to make sure that keeps, you know, chugging along. And, uh, you know, our intention is to light up Sioux City 100%. I dig the project. Thank you so much for tuning in. We now have our merch store live on our website. We got hoodies. We got crewnecks. We got get t-shirts. We got hats. We got beanies. We got anything you need. We uh, are moving a lot of merch. So go ahead, hop on there, buy yourself some. You can enter promo code Taylor at checkout for nothing off. And if you buy two items, you can double that discount. And until next time, thank you.